but he's just a little bit wingy. Wingy. And a big shout out to Wingy as well. Real hardcore. I like Wingy. Posts his predictions and things up. I like Wingy. He's good. I like people like that a little bit off the cuff. He's just the biggest boxing nut I've ever met. Came to London looking for static and ain't nobody say nothing. And he a chump. Let's go, champ. Have a good day. <laughs> Massive respect to my man Bradley Skeet. Managed to grab him for the interview ahead of his comeback. L- listen, listen, man. Don't call it a comeback. That's kind of like a comeback, isn't it? Shout out to Bradley Skeet. UK crew, we know the deal with Bradley. Let's get into the interview. We talk about it all. We have to talk about the losses. Get that out of the way. Talk about the future. Talk about fight zone. What is going on? Car park fights. This is nuts. Shout out to Bradley Skeet. Let's get into the interview. Respect. Wingy boxing for Wingy's Boxing Bites podcast, man. It's like it's like I'm here. It's like I'm here with an old friend. We're chatting before we go live. I'm not, you know, rubbing shoulders with the stars. My mate Bradley, what's going on, Bradley Skeet? How are you feeling, brother? I'm all good, mate. Fight week. We're nearly there. Two and a half years out, but I'm back. I'm finally back. I can finally say it's fight week. Been waiting a long time to see that, mate. Oh, I bet you have. It's like as I was saying to you before we went live. I think for the fans who have been there with you from the start. We yeah. get emotionally involved in, in, in your journey. Yeah. So when you actually have a comeback fight, even if it's a six rounder to you or to fighters, it's almost like it's a, uh, like you, I think you said in previous interviews, it's like your debut, isn't it? And we feel that as well. Like we're nervous for you. Where's your mind state at right now, man? Uh, I'm in a good place. I, I'm in a good place. Um, listen, I've made some changes. I've, I've took some time out, made some changes and I've come back. And I feel fresh, I feel brand new. And then um, with a new team, do you know what I mean? And with Dominic Ingle now, I'm training up in Sheffield. Um, made the sacrifices of, of coming away from home and just doing it properly, getting my head down. And, and look, we're here now. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited to, to start my journey again. Um, I had a good one before, but it just, it just thinks that certain things just weren't going right. And it was time to have a break, but... That's all behind me now, and uh, yeah, I'm 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 fresh. Do you know what I mean? I've 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 moved up way. I feel good. I feel good. Everything everything's spot on, and I'm, I I just can't wait for Friday. Like I say, it feels like it's all all fresh again, and it's like my debut. I'm that excited. I don't like to give away too many too many tells. I'm sure you're the same. You don't want to give away little boxing tricks and whatnot. But I, I like to read fighters when I'm looking at them. And as yeah. soon as I clicked on that camera, you had a big smile. You're lying back there, relaxed, your arms out. You really are in a, right now, in a good place. Because I imagine it must have been obviously a pretty tough time with the COVID oh, and yeah. obviously with the with the situation with the losses. But we, I do want to briefly touch on them. But yeah. Oh, in, yeah. in your head, yeah. How are you as a person? Not just before, not just fight wise. Yeah. At Bradley Skeet, how are you feeling? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Um, like I say, I've uh, I've made some changes, and and for the better. Do you know what I mean? I've uh, it's hard, obviously, making the sacrifice of, of of coming away from home and all my home comforts, and but it just proves that I'm serious. I'm not just coming back like just to get a few wins and say, oh, I'll, I'll, I was back. I had some time off, and I was back. I'm coming back to to do big things and uh, listen. I'm with I'm with a world class train. I'm in a world class gym, surrounded by world class fighters, and that's where I want to be. I want to. I was in touching distance. I got swerved for a world title by Jeff Horn. So 
I, I believe I want oh, to get Oh, I that. remember all that. Yeah, I remember that. That was just yeah. about to happen, wasn't it, Jeff? I remember yeah. that. It was all it was all confirmed and going to happen. Then all of a sudden they, they, they like, picked the, I believe they picked the easier option, do you know what I mean? And picked, picked someone else to fight. But listen, it's, it's in the past now and it, it is what it is. But um, yeah, like I say, I'm, I'm, I'm in business. I'm up here to, 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 to get back to them levels, if not better. Do you know what I mean? Fight Zone TV. How did that all come about? I think when I first heard about Fight Zone, I think most people speak about, okay, in a car park and you're like, this yeah. sounds a bit odd. <laughs> and then I watched it for the first time last week and I'm like, this looks like a Sky show. This is like a Frank Warren show. It's a proper glitzy, really nice. How did the approach happen? And uh, uh, what did you think of Fight Zone when you saw it? Yeah, I heard, I first heard about it. Dave Allen come to the gym and he was doing a bit down the gym and um, he's good. Obviously, everyone knows he's good friends with Danny Morrell who's, who, who boxed out of Ingle Gym. Um, and we was having a chat and he was just saying, oh, you're looking well, you, like, you, you, you got anything coming up? And I said, I've not got nothing at the minute, but listen, I'm just still ticking over, still grinding, do you know what I mean? Still, an opportunity will come. And then he said he's he's going to make a comeback and he's going to uh, be with Dennis Hobson. And at that time, he couldn't really say too much, but he said, ah, oh, there's going to be something big coming. They're, they're going to have a lot of shows and do you want me to have a word and just like see if I can get you out on a, on a show? I said, yeah, cool. Anyway, a couple of days went past and he and he phoned me and was like, Yeah, brother, got your got your date, you're fighting in June. I was like, What? I thought he was a wind up. <laughs> <laughs> just but like that, innit? <laughs> literally, I, I, just like that. And uh it then hit me that, yeah, this is real. Like, it's all this hard work I've done, all this sacrifice, I've got a fight date now. And any any listen, I'll train hard anyway, but any fight I will tell you when they get a fight date, it, it you switch on, do you know what I mean? You you're locked in then. And yeah, that's when I, I I switched on and had a had a chat with Dennis and uh, he he said yeah he was more than happy to put me on the show just to get give me an opportunity just to get back and yeah um here we are Friday we're, we're I'm going to be back they've had a couple shows already I've, I've subscribed to Fight Zone app and uh, had a look like yourself like yourself and the production and the whole setup and everything looks looks proper do you know what I mean it looks proper and. Uh, to have crowds back as well is is, is a, just an extra bonus. I done a uh, podcast talking about it, saying I, I didn't get a bloody penny for it, but I done a podcast saying people we, we got to support this. If we're boxing fans, we need to see this because with Fight Zone, what I like is that also you get to see like the lower level title yeah. fights, which are you'll know yourself some of the best fights out there. So oh, yeah, and and, and I was definitely value for money. And I was sitting there with, with, with my wife. She was watching it and she saw the music and the ladies in the crowd and she thought, that looks all right there, doesn't it? And I thought, that's the type of thing that they need. To, although, to be, I took her to a fight once, man, and it was it, the security wasn't the best there, man. But <laughs> I, I needed to get my Bradley Skeet on with the long, with the long <laughs> shots, you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, all right. So what is your current promotional setup, brother? Because you're not Frank Warren anymore, are you? So what, what's, what, what's, what's yeah. going on? Just free agent. Just, um, yeah, just free at the minute and uh listen that's I've, I've obviously got this this fight with uh Den on Dennis's show and listen for him to give me an opportunity I'm not signed with him but to give me an opportunity to to get myself back and and in the mix I'm I'm grateful for it. do you know what I mean he's had a few chats with me he's a very nice man and he he's like he's saying what a pleasure it would be able to have me on the show so like I say I really appreciate that and um 
yeah, we'll just get this, this out of the way and see where we go. Uh, like I've made it clear, I've, I've said in interviews before, I've spoke, I've spoke to Eddie Hearn, and uh, I think like well, I've, I've, I've had a fresh start and a fresh change coming up to, to Sheffield and changing, obviously, my training kind of done now. It might be time now to, to change my promotional setup, and I'd, I'd like to be with Eddie and Matchroom, do you know what I mean? They're doing big things, and uh, yeah, we'll see, see what we we'll do. Like 154, he's got a lot of fighters there and a lot of opportunities there, so... Uh, um, yeah, I'm just hopeful that after this this fight on Friday, I, I can uh, get the cobwebs off and and just let everyone know I'm back and see see what happens. Because from a fan's perspective, I find it interesting because what you're saying then with regards to Eddie Hearn, you must want to go out there and put on the show because obviously something like that would be attractive to a promoter if you yeah. get a really good showing, i.e. sort of like a good stoppage. But yeah. then you've also got to be careful because any opponent coming in, no matter where they're from, not being funny, they're going to know Bradley Skeet, right? Yeah. So they're going to think, right, this is my time. And they're almost going to up their level, even if they're a, I don't like using the word, but a, a journeyman. Yeah, no. Nah, they're going to up their level, aren't they? Yeah. I'm not going to be fighting no champion on Friday, do you know Obviously, what I mean? yeah, fans understand that, yeah. No disrespect to, 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 to no one who I'm, I'm fighting, but it is what it is, do you know what I mean? I've been out the ring two and a half years, um, I'm coming back and uh, it's with a, with a new with a new setup, a new team, so it's a run out just to, to get me back, do you know what I mean? But I don't take no one for granted and like you say, um, my opponent's been going to be coming in, looking at my last performance, looking at how I've been out the ring, how long I've been out the ring, and this is a massive, massive opportunity. And uh, listen, I, I ain't got no time to be having no big banana skins, you know what I mean? Mm. Do you think that, though, when you're going into a fight, like obviously you want to attract promoters, like you said, matchroom. Yeah. Do you think, I've got to try and get a knockout here, but then you've got to balance that with being careful, haven't you? Yeah, i just got to do what I do. If I if I do what I do in the gym, then I'm, I'm, I'm more than capable of, do you know what I mean, getting a good win and, and looking good and... I've come up here. Dom's not tried to change my style. Not tried to change me. Just a few tweaks and few little changes here and there. And my style is my style. But I think having an ingle, like little ingle sprinkle on it on top, um, the, the the switching and the the, the movement. Yeah. But my jabs, I'm real anyway. And it's just it's just, it's just I'm excited, man. I'm excited to just get in there and. And it not being a sponge, you know what I mean? I'm excited to be under the lights and, and do what I've been doing in the gym on fight night. How does it work for a fighter, somebody like yourself, who has got an established style? When I think of Bradley Skeet, like I said, I think of long boxing, and I think of not a fighter that forces the knockout or the stoppage, but it will often come because you naturally box long. It's beautiful yeah. to watch. Once you get into your flow, That's it's it. almost hip, hypnotic. How yeah. does that work when you get with... A different style. Do you know understand what I'm saying? What what yeah. do they do? Do they just fine tune it or? Yeah, that's exactly it. My style is 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 my style, and I've been criticised a lot, a lot, a lot in my in the past. I'm boring. I'm this. That's the reason why Jeff Horn's people said they didn't want to fight because I was technically boring. But they knew I was going to go over there and jab his head off and beat him up for twelve rounds and not getting a ball like he does. He wanted to have a fight and stand another trade. They didn't want that. They they classed me as boring. But listen, if it's getting a W, that's all that matters. I ain't no one punch knockout merchant. No, I'm not. I'm not got the style for that. But listen, if I hit you, you'll know about it. So with with coming up here, 
my style is my style, my movement, my, my jab, but it's just little things, little tweaks of switching and, and, and move and, and like using Ingle Jim's famous for the lines and the, the footwork and it's just changing the angles and little things like that. And it's just coming more and more natural now. Like, so I'm excited to, 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 to put it into the fight. And, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I'm thinking a lot of people is going to see a, not a major change of difference, but see, think, yeah, man, that's, that's like, do you know what I mean? He's doing his thing. Do we know the opponent yet? Has it been announced? Yeah, it's Dal Arrowsmith. Okay, okay. Yeah, Arrowsmith. Have you seen much of him? Uh, not. I, listen, he's like I don't like the word journeyman, but he's a journeyman. He's one of them who fights every week. Do you know what I mean? He, and he's there to do a job. I understand but, you. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to disrespect him. And he, like I say, he's, he he knows he, he's going to know who I am, and he knows what he's up against, and he knows that. He could he could come and potentially cause cause a big upset if he, if he wanted to. Do you know what I mean? But he's in there to fight. It's the fight game. And like I say, I've been out the ring two and a half years, and he's gonna look look at my last performance and and, and see I got stopped. And he's gonna have confidence going off that. But um, that's not that that not me. I weren't happy. I didn't. I fell out of love with boxing. It was like a chore for me to box. And just me being happy, you're gonna see the difference of of me being happy when I was on fire and on form when I the likes the wins of like Sam Egerton and, and the British title wins when I was buzzing and loved boxing that's when I was at my best and that's 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 when I was like I was flying do you know what I mean and it just dipped you see after that it just it just dipped and I just fell out of love with boxing and the performance it showed so you, I'm happy I'm, I'm more than happy I feel like I've, I've just started boxing again and I'm, I want to impress and I'm, I'm, I'm it's all new again that, that's how it feels um, uh, and yeah, I'm just I'm just so excited and can't wait for Friday. When you said you fell out of love with boxing, yeah. what specifically did you fall out of love with when it comes to boxing itself? Just a few things like behind the scenes and that just just a, like just don't really want to go into it. But Promotional issues, that sort of thing. Not even yeah, not like yeah, just not even like personal stuff. Yeah, there was personal stuff and like promotional stuff. Like fine, okay. Listen, I'll just just brush up on my last. Like, listen, I'm not here to make excuses or anything. I lost, I lost, I lost. That's it. But when you're not knowing who your opponent is, or opponent gets changed three, four, five times, do you know what I mean? If the show's on, the show's off. It's going to get cancelled. It's not. You're fighting for a title. You're not. You this. You that. Your head's all over there, and in the end, it's just like, what the fuck? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. What, what is it all about? So. But yeah, that's that. That's the past. Okay, okay. So the part which is always awkward for us interviews, but me and you, of course, I'm sure we can we 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 we, we can talk about this, brother. Yeah. Right. I just want to talk about the 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 losses. Okay. So yeah. in particular, with the let, let's talk about the Kermit Laraja loss. Yeah. What was it like, first of all, going over there? It, it was we had a perception of it being like the bear pit. Yeah. What, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you saw it. Yeah, it was quite feared, and um, yeah. like like the 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 he come out in the mask and yeah. <laughs> all of that. Talk me through that whole experience and the the actual fight and what went wrong from your perspective. If anything did go wrong, sometimes yeah. it just happens in boxing, doesn't it? Yeah, no. Again, like, I'm not here to make excuses. I lost to the better guy, but um, all of the, that that whole experience was a mad one, and I expected it 
to be honest, I knew I knew he had a big crowd. I knew he had a big following to fight fight him in his in his back garden. It seemed like, do you know what I mean? It, it was man, mental, and um, that was another thing. That was that he wasn't the champion. That was for a vacant belt. I don't know why I was going over to his backyard to fight him. That could have been over at, at home for me and put him out of his comfort zone. Do you know what I mean? It was a vacant belt. He wasn't the champion, so. Um, that was that's like that was another thing. Mm. But listen, it is what it is. You got if you, you you're good enough, you're good enough. You go out and then win. Do you know what I mean? But um, it's like just I like I've never I won't I I've briefly touched on it, but it's not an excuse. There there was a like a personal issue went on like two days before the fight, a couple of days before the fight, and it's just do you know what I'm sure it was, it was something I should have just pulled out. Right, I understand. Yeah. I just, I thought, listen, in my head, I'm thinking I'm, I was all right, but looking back, I probably wasn't. And again, it was, it just wasn't me in there. You see, I come out, I was stiff, rigid, like just trying to have a fight with him and it just wasn't me. And obviously it got caught and just, I just got, and it was quick, do you know, it was early on. And you've got to see both my losses, both out of my loss, three fights, my two losses have been stopped in the second round. It's just been quick. It's like my head ain't been there. Do you know what I mean? It's just not been me, not, not fully on it, not focused and, it's not an excuse, and I, I I hold my hands up, and I lost to the better guy on the night, but that that wasn't me. Them performances was not me. I don't think I understand what you're saying when you're saying it's not an excuse, but I don't think if people track your career, yeah. I don't think they'd necessarily see it as an excuse. As you said, you lost to the better man. That's fine, yeah. but you you said it right there, straight away in that Lorange, uh, Kermit Laranja fight from the first belt. The way you looked, I thought, yeah. hold on, it's, it, it, it wasn't, it, you didn't seem, you people, use yourself. No, that that weren't myself. They might think, oh, has the crowd got to him, it's this. They don't know what, what goes on. Man. But you fought in crowds before, haven't you? Let's be honest, big, big crowds like that. that, that listen, that, I thrive on that. That's when I, yeah. I was standing there for the ring walk, like, that's probably the biggest crowd I fought, like, it, like in front of. And I looked up the big screen, my name was up there, big promo was playing. Like and I've got mad tingles up my spine and thinking, this is what I've dreamed of. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, this is this is me. Like I thrive off it. All the crowd like want to get to me, and I I think yeah, I was buzzing. Do you know what I mean? That that was I loved that. I loved that. I would have done. I would have loved nothing more to to like shuttle them up. Mm. But when I got in there, just it just listen. My head was my. I was on. Listen, I was. If it was that bad, I would have pulled out, but I'm a fighter. I would never pull out. Of course, out. yeah. Okay, no problem. One of them, and it, and it wasn't me in there. I just, like I say, I got in there stiff. I was just like, just and and it was over before it started. Um, yeah. It is what it is. And the Ramirez one, I, I've, I've always, I, I was sort of, I'm sure you do as well. I sort of play it back in my mind. It was weird because with that particular shot, you sort of, you was coming back in, in a weird angle. Uh, yeah. You were sort of coming back and then you got hit with it. And I've, yeah. was that a case of, uh, one split second mistake that can happen in boxing yes. or was it a technical error? Talk, talk me through but that. It's not excuses. It, we're just trying to analyse it. Yeah, he was, listen, again, looking at the opponent, he shouldn't have been lacing up my boots, let alone getting in there and putting me over and, and stopping me the way he did. But it's just like, I just got in there and, and the atmosphere was dead. It was in Brentwood Centre and the atmosphere was dead. There was no one in there. It was empty. And it was just like, I, I remember the ring walk. I just remember thinking to myself, this hour wasn't switched on. 
this is going to look shit on TV. I remember thinking that. <laughs> I appreciate the honesty, bro. <laughs> like, then I got in there. Listen, I was doing what I was doing. Just me jabbing away. He was looking for that bingo shot. From, watch it back. Left hand on top, left hand on top, left hand. And I was catching it, catching it, catching it. Jabbing him. Had a good first round. Second round, same thing. Just looking for that shot, looking for that shot. And he found it. Do you know what I mean? Just, just It was just that one split second. He found the shot where he was looking for. And and he beat like I say, I got beat by the better guy on on, on the night, and it, it was just a case of just literally just probably not being me. But that folks, you can see when I'm folks, my eyes are bulging. I'm looking. I'm I'm on edge, yeah. like, and I wasn't. It's just it wasn't me. I was just going through the motions and switched off and got caught with a stupid shot. And I got up. I, I still to this day argue that I was. Uh, I should have been given the benefit of the doubt. I got stopped on my feet. Do you know what I mean? I I, I was the home fighter. I should have just had, I was t- probably 20, 15 seconds away from the round finishing. I could add that minute and then, then I got a telling off in the corner and then switched on and then probably go ahead. But listen, that's done, man. I it's can't... done with, yeah, it's done. It's just one of those things we have to do as interviewers. Are, 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 I do. But listen, things happen for a reason and, and bad and good. It is what it is, and what will be will be. That's what I believe. So, if that if all that didn't go on, it might not be the case. I'm sitting here now in Sheffield on fight. Of course, of course. Team and new new setup. Do you know what I mean? And it's I just always take the positive from negative situations. I guess when you're asked these kind of questions as an interviewer, as a boxer from an interviewer, I guess it's the equivalent of you coming to me and going, Dan. Not wingy, Dan. You know that cock up you made in your job two weeks ago when you was fixing a camera. Uh, two years ago when you was fixing a camera, and oh, I was like, oh god, talk about that in detail. Oh Christ, okay. What happened was I made a mistake. It's kind of like that. It must be like that for you, or are you okay with talking? But I'm about okay this? talking about because it it's 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 it's, my, it's part it's part of my journey. Part, part of the job. Of, okay, that's fine. That's and fine. On the on the on the on my journey, it's 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 there. It's in there. It's in black and white. It's it's part of the journey. Them them losses and them what what's going on. You can see. And, and speak about it and it's just the the, the break everyone crying their two pence in saying I should retire I've had a good career this that and the other no I shouldn't retire I'm not far from retired I'm not I'm not I'm not been beat up I've not been smashed around for 12 rounds I've not yeah. been you know what I mean I've had a couple slip ups and been early do you know what I mean the larger one was more body shots than headshots mm. getting put over yeah the last one was a was a big headshot. I went over, but I got up. I was finished on my feet. I'm not been in twelve round wars. I don't get cut. I don't get yeah. bumped up. Like I can count on one hand how many tough fights I've had and have fingers left. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. it's it's part of my, it's part of my journey, and I'm glad we speak about because people might just look and think, oh yeah, he, like he got to that level and that that was it. But I know I'm beyond that. I know I'm beyond that. And uh, yeah, it's I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I had this break I'm glad um, I made some changes and I'm glad I'm here now sitting speaking to you again man <laughs> respect brother Troy Williamson Cheeseman yeah. and uh, Fowler what do you think about that whole mix because you, you're up at, you're moved up now haven't you uh, 150, yeah. 154 now aren't you super well away talk, yeah. talk to me about that mix and, and, the, and the decision to move up yeah um, I think it was just a natural like to move up I probably I like as a fighter, I'd probably say, "Yeah, I will make one four seven still." But I'm 33. I've I've been one four seven my whole career. It's a long time, so it's like, why am I going to put my body through that when I can be be fresh and healthy, feel good? I'm 154. Do you know what I mean? And 
I've, I've done I've done it I've, I've done it at one four seven. I've domestically I've got it out right. That's mine to keep. Do you know what I mean I can go and look at that belt anytime I want? So to move up to one fifty four and, and start a free a, like it's like starting fresh again, um, and and coming back domestically. There's like you just ruled off. There's some great names there. I'm not saying I'm coming back and and straight away going to jump in. Of course, yeah. They're who I'm looking at. The 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 champion is Cheeseman, so. There's no disrespect saying I want to fight the champion. I'm sure he he would say the same. Do you know I mean I know him and and it's no no disrespect or nothing like that. But he's the champion, so I've been champion at 147. I've moved at 154 to come back domestically and, and get that belt again would be uh, ideal for me. It'd be wicked. Do you know what I mean? And then move on. I was unsuccessful at European level at 147. I want to be European champion at one 154. I want that belt. I want I want that. I know I'm. European level, I know I can got that in me, and like I say, I'm with a world class trainer, world class t- team, and with world class fighters. I want to, I want to be a world champion, and hopefully one day I can add my name to that list and and in England gym of world champions. Two more quick questions: Did you see the Laraja versus uh, Jez Smith fight? I I didn't see the whole fight. I see I see clips, and and Jez seemed like he was a bit unlucky there because he he dropped him twice and. It looked like the ref was kind of playing a few games there, and uh, yeah, it was shocking to be honest. I, yeah, I didn't see the whole fight, but listen, the is—he's very strong, he's tough. Do you know what I mean? But he's there to be hit, and I think Jez showed how, like, the way to beat him. And it, obviously, Avisin got him out of there twice. Do you know what I mean? And he's just—I think Jez style can, if they did have a rematch, Jez style. Just move his feet a bit more and, and walk him onto them lovely uppercuts, and I think he'd get him out of there. Do you know what I mean? He's tough. Do you know what I mean? He's tough. He's strong, but I think just if they did have a rematch, he could could get him out of there. Well, Bradley, um, I appreciate you giving me your time, brother. I appreciate you giving me your time, and I want to let me see if I got this right. So, former undefeated uh, welterweight, uh, British welterweight, WBO Euro welter, Commonwealth, WBA Intercontinental, and Euro Challenger. Have I missed anything? English and Southern area. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I've got to get those two in as well, brother. <laughs> Don't sell me <laughs> short, innit? <laughs> Listen, it's all, it all starts again on Friday. Scrap that. That's, that's with, there with me. Good attitude, yeah. It all starts again on Friday, mate. It all starts and uh, I'm excited to get this journey back on. I, I appreciate you giving me your time for, for, for my little podcast, brother. <laughs> it, it means so much, man. And um, uh, it, it's a weird one. It's like, uh, I kind of want, want you to go in there and get a good knockout, but then I'm like, do you know what? Just do your thing. Like, for me, it's like, I, I want a knockout for the entertainment, but then I yeah. think I just want you to box and, you know, get through it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Not saying you can't get through it. You know what I mean? As a fan, you sort of get yeah. nervy, nervy. Yeah. Well, we'll get Friday out the way and then I'll, I'll be back home and have a chat and see how, and see see what we've got to talk about. Wicked, brother. We'll speak to you afterwards. Yeah. Thank you so much for giving me your time. Uh, check out Wingy's Boxing Bites on Apple, Spotify, all your podcast services. Uh, Bradley, I'm sure people know, but where can they get hold of you on your social media? Social media, all at Bradley Skeet. Just, just my name, just at Bradley Skeet. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Bradley Skeet, mate. Wicked, wicked. Right, I'll let you go, Bradley. Thank you very much. And thanks for speaking to Wingy Boxing for Wingy's Boxing Bites podcast. Peace. Top man. I mean, the footwork. And like he glided around that ring, hitting him with jabs at will, touching him, explosive with it. It was like shades of Arlene the way he was moving. Move.